Middle and high school cross-country athletes receive 20% off regular price shoes and spikes for the month of July and August, only at Three Rivers Running Company in Fort Wayne. Indiana Runner Podcast, Season 6, Episode 15. Taylor and I go through the regionals, all five of them, boys and girls, between blocks, very likely, likely, contenders, and the Lloyd Christmas Division. Cue the Taylor Marshall drop. best friends yep do you want to go do karate in the garage yep all right well we've brought you a lot of preseason coverage this is the last thing on the indiana runner podcast colin altavote and taylor marshall we're going to go regional roundup the way we used to do the semi-states except now it's the regional and there are five of them instead of four semi-states so i have categorized these teams taylor into Four different categories. Not every single regional has one in each category. Here are the four or five, rather, five different categories I have. Locks, highly likely, likely, contenders, and Lloyd Christmas. Okay. And we call it Lloyd Christmas because of the line by Lloyd Christmas and Dumb and Dumber, Jim Carrey's character, who said so, and there's a chance telling me there's a chance and really do you remember the genesis of that we've used it a lot over the last two or three years do you remember the first one in relation to our podcast the podcast or just kind of us in general um indiana runner in general yeah you have to refresh me on that one okay so you and i before you became the coach at carmel called the girls mm. state meet for track Yes. And I had them grouped into different categories, and I called one the Lloyd Christmas Division. Yes. And one of the teams in the Lloyd Christmas Division was Cathedral, who ended up winning. And as the 4 by 4 came around, we knew going into it that Cathedral girls would need to win. the If they won the 4 by 4 they could win the whole meet by a a scant amount of points. And as they're coming around with the lead and 150 meters to go, I yelled out, You've had an extra pair of gloves this entire time, which I don't uh, mind saying is the highlight of my broadcasting career. That's pretty good. That was or a great, as it may be. What a great meet that was. Fantastic. We've called you and I have called two girls state meets together and they've both come down to, I believe a single point. Hope the IHSA brings us back next year. Both of which was worn by losing by a single point or getting second by a single point. So. Well, maybe Legretta will say something. She, yes, the Smith family is not real interested in us calling yeah. the state meet this spring. Shut those idiots up, please. Okay, are you ready? There are Do it. five wow. five regionals, boys and girls, so 10 total. So we've got, you know, two or three minutes on each one. Boys first, but we'll go regional by regional. Okay. New Prairie boys, locks, pen. Nor- and I was I was pretty... I had Scott Litzkin's voice in the back of my head on this. Okay. So locks are stone cold. Like unless something catastrophic happens that we could not foresee. And we can always foresee a kid or two getting hurt here or there, getting sick at the wrong time. These are like something crazy that we've never seen has to happen. All right. New Prairie Boys, Locks, Penn, Northridge, Valpo, Lake Central. That's four. No highly likely, no likely. 
contenders, Laporte, Portage, Crown Point, Goshen, Chesterton. Chesterton's got a new coach. Goshen's a new team in that regional. So is Penn and Northridge. Don't worry about those two, though. They're locks. Lloyd Christmas, South Bend Adams, Elkhart, Mishawaka. Shout out, Mishawaka. Northwood. You got anything on those? So you're saying there's a chance. Um, I think uh, I'm interested in, in – uh, so Chesterton's got the new coach. Kind of interested to see what happens with Chesterton, see if they can make a move up with that uh, change there. But it's probably between Laporte and Portage. For the five right. spots, five would make it out now. Yep. You're right. Yeah. So four four locks. And, you know, if someone was to – I, I don't know that anybody is this interested in the podcast. If you are, by the way, patreon.com slash Indiana runner, you can get even more access if you're really interested in it, but to go back and be like, well, now wait a minute, you called this team a lock and they've only got an 85.6% chance on INCC stats. And you said this team was likely, and they've got a 90 point. Yeah. Like I know things. And so I'm just kind of factoring some of that in. Yeah. Keep an eye on Adams. Just keep an eye on them. Not All both, right. just one of them. You can use your other eye for other things. Okay, thank you for that. Yeah, you have my permission. Okay, New Prairie Girls, Locks, Valpo, Penn, Likely, Morgan Township, Lake Central. That's four, so one more spot, right? Right. Contenders, Crown Point, Chesterton, Portage, Northridge, Laporte, Lloyd Christmas, Mishawaka. You know, Crown Point looks like maybe a, a heavy favorite of that group to get that fifth spot, but it's going to be really close there at that regional meet. As you look at INCC stats, you can see Chesterton, Portage, Northridge, and Laporte all very close to one another um, within the ratings as of right now, the preseason ratings that include tracks. So um, it could be Crown Point, but we it could get really interesting up there. I could see maybe this is looking for this year's bird and last year's nest, but I, I could see Chesterton or Northridge getting into it. And it's sometimes you look at the like, okay, these are the percentage chances. And that's based on like, who's actually on the team and, and the data that we have, the advanced analytics that we have, um, which is kind of permeated all sports. Right. Right. But like, I, I don't know, Chesterton or Northridge, they've found ways to figure it out for a long, long time like since you and I were in high school and the coaches are either the same coaches or they were runners when we were in high school. And I think they'll continue to figure it out versus Crown Point, Portage, Laporte, you know, who have had, who've had good teams. And I, I think the numbers may be not quite there for Laporte, but they've got a potential front runner uh, who didn't have quite the cross country season. She may be capable of. Um, yeah. And then, you know, not good like one out of a hundred, more like one out of a million. I just Mishawaka could could get into it. Okay, this is I think of the five. I think of the five regionals, or really of the 10 regionals, counting boys and girls. I think this one might be the most interesting to me. New Haven boys, locks, Fort Wayne Concordia, and Warsaw. Likely Fort Wayne Homestead, which is interesting because Homestead didn't make it out of the sectional last year, and now they're likely. Yeah. But we've talked about how much the New Haven regional or semi-state has changed from last year. And when you take out two giants 
and Fishers and Hamilton Southeastern, you know, two of the top 15 teams consistently in the state and really maybe more like two of the top 10 yeah. uh, year in, year out on average, that evens things up a little bit or, or widens things. And then no Penn, no Northridge, no Goshen. Uh, Warsaw moves from New Prairie back into New Haven. If that hadn't happened, my gosh. So those are three, Concordia, Warsaw, and then likely Homestead. Contenders, Oak Hill, Angola, Fort Wayne Carroll, Wabash, Columbia City, DeKalb, Wapahani. Shout out Wapahani. Lloyd Christmas, Leo, Fort Wayne Northrop, Culver. That's a lot. It, it seems it seems pretty open. It does seem really open. Um, and like you said, that this regional has benefited the most uh, in terms of the realignment, it seems. So um, <clears throat> there'll be a big fight for that 4-5 spot. Um, you know, how about uh, Oak Hill, a small school that had a lot of success uh, back in the spring here. They had a really great four by eight. Um, and Paige Brunner, uh, their coach, doing really great stuff up there with Oak Hill. So um, that's a team that will likely make it to the state meet, and that'll be fun for them to watch. That might be uh, – they're the highest rated small school. and They are. Yeah, so INCC yeah, the stats, they do the thing where they they – they group schools by large, medium, and small. Yeah. So Oak Hill, I would imagine that means essentially that they are in the lowest third of enrollment. I don't think they do it based on football um, classes because then you can't just do 1A, 2A, 3A, 4, you know. Yeah. Uh, I think Oak Hill's got a good chance to make it, but a lot of those schools, you know, Carroll aside, uh, Columbia City is not tiny. DeKalb even isn't isn't a you know a, a little speck of a school i mean there's a, a decent amount of students in there but oak hill is they're highly dependent upon four kids or five kids and that you know anything can happen a kid sprains his ankle playing basketball on a saturday with his friends and suddenly that's which doesn't isn't necessarily the case with warsaw or homestead right get some bad Fazoli's on Friday night. Yeah. There's, I mean, um, you know, maybe, maybe don't go to Fazoli's unless Fazoli's wants to sponsor the podcast and then holler at your boy. In which yeah. case we, we definitely love Fazoli's and I really love as much Fazoli's as you can get. Oh, load up. The old, the old LeBron, you heard about the LeBron James thing one time where they asked him, he got in really good shape over one off season, which you can imagine the kind of shape he got in. If it was LeBron James noticeably getting in better shape, and somebody was like, well, what happened? He was like, well, you know, just stopped eating McDonald's and forgot that McDonald's, he had done McDonald's commercials or whatever. And they're like, you don't eat McDonald's anymore? And it light bulb went off in his head and he looked at the camera and goes, every day. Every day. So long as those checks come, I still eat it. <laughs> uh, no shout out to LeBron James, though. He's knocked the Pacers out of the playoffs like eight times. Oh. I can't think of one person that has caused me more distress in my life than LeBron James. Um, I could think of one or two, but no one we can list on the podcast. <laughs> Those people brought me joy, though. LeBron brought me brought me no joy. That's true. That's true. All right. Uh, New Haven girls, locks. Fort Wayne Homestead, Fort Wayne Concordia, Fort Wayne Carroll. 
some people have gotten on me. They're like, well, those schools don't, they're not in the SEC, SAC. They don't have Fort Wayne in front of their name. Listen, you can make your own podcast and do whatever you want. Uh, very likely East Noble and Warsaw, all five of those teams are above a 90% chance on INCC stats, but it is high school athletics, Taylor. And so I present to you the Lloyd Christmas division, and we are talking more like one out of a million. Yeah, we are. Nor Norwell, West Noble, and Northrop, Fort Wayne, Northrop, for all you, you uh, purists out there. Any Anything on those? Those seem really straightforward. That is a lock on five of them with the other people just happy to be there. The other team's just not going to be their year. I'm sorry. I don't fancy Concordia contender anymore. One of their top athletes has transferred and will not go to Concordia this year. So I still think they could be a top 10 team and I wouldn't be. I don't think it's out of the question. I don't think it's unreasonable that Concordia girls could still be on the podium without her, but uh, we're talking about losing, you know, one of the top 15 or 20 girls in the state. So I think, I think it's going to be tough for Concordia. Okay. Moving down to central Indiana. Let's go to Brownsburg, Colin right. Brownsburg boys. All right, here we go. Brownsburg boys. I did spend a little more time on this one trying to decide which tiers, which groups to put these schools in. Brownsburg boys, lock, locks, plural, Carmel, Zionsville. Very likely with a capital V, Brownsburg. Contenders, Avon, North Central, Burbuff, Northview, Chatard, Harrison, West Lafayette. Lloyd Christmas, Pike, Terre Haute South. I'd imagine you got some thoughts on this one. Yeah, you know, I actually would put the Brownsburg team in the lock. I mean, Colin, right now that's, uh, you know, 96.5% on INCC stats. They're, the likelihood of making it to the state meet, I'd consider that to be a lock for the number five team in the state right there. So I would push them over there. And then I'd actually move Avon to the very likely scenario. The tough part is you're, you're, now you're talking. About I don't think they're. I don't think they're very likely. I think they're. They, I think you could say they're likely. I don't think they're very likely. I don't think they have, they have the depth to be very likely. Seventy-four and a half percent. They're the fourth of five teams. Really, uh, seventy-four would... isn't very likely. Oh, okay. Well, um, what would you consider very likely? 80, 90? Into the eighties into the eighties. All right. So, um, how, <clears throat> however, really it's going to be close between Avon, North central and Burbuff, excuse me. And two of those three will make it on. Um, so I, think, I, I think Northview and Chatard may be more likely than North central and Burbuff. Okay. Just doing a quick surveying of the landscape. Yeah. What we've seen over the last few years, I, and just a gut feeling. I just, and you know, feel free. What do you call it? Snapchat material. Just put sure. this out there. I just, I like the continuity at Northview. I like the upside at Chatard. Okay. Well, that would I do be. Think, I do think Avon will make it out. Yeah, I think. They I'm just not willing to call that very likely. Got it. It's very likely you and I go to work tomorrow. Uh, that's unfortunately that's a lock because it's day two so i can't take off day it's, two 
you don't know what's going to happen in the next 10 hours. It's not a lock. It's very likely. Okay, Scott, let's get, we'll, we'll, we'll see. I'll text you. I'll text you on my way to work tomorrow. It's a lock. We're going to practice tomorrow. Yeah, that, well, okay. That is a lock. I'll tell you that. That's fair. I think this is another interesting one. Brownsburg girls. It's a Brownsburg regional that is. It's interesting that Brownsburg is the only regional host that has a team that that is typically ranked. You ever notice that? Um, that is interesting, and they are the new regional. Uh, well, Matter Day or Matter Day, sorry, but um, that that is interesting. What a coincidence that is. Typically, um, you know. Well, if this were another sport, it would be hosted by a team still in the tournament. And theoretically, Depen yeah, I mean, depending on the sport. Yeah. Theoretically, you've got uh, hosts that may not be at the regional round. I'm not saying Brownsburg won't be. I think they will, of course. I'm just yeah. saying, you know, it could certainly happen. Well, what made me think of that is that Brownsburg is possible or likely to make it through on the boys and the girls side. Yes. Whereas these other ones do not have both or only one right all right brownsburg girls locks carmel shout out north central very likely zionsville that's three five total spots two more open contenders burbuff brownsburg avon west lafayette chatard mcconaughey lloyd christmas division northview and harrison northview hit pretty hard by graduation yeah you know I maybe this is some Snapchat material then, Colin. I think Chatard is probably in that Lloyd Christmas division. They're aided by an athlete who will likely score only one point that day, but I'm I'm concerned about their depth uh and getting to five. Um I think it's speculative on my part. I don't I don't have any sourcing on this, but I just it just seems like a school that could randomly get in two girls that run 19 minutes. I don't know that they have it, and it feels like in 2023 we should know, right? Yeah, if they will or not. But I, that's probably what bumped them into contender status versus, you know. Yeah, we'll see. I mean, somebody might have moved from Minnesota to Chatard. I mean, you know, who who knows? Anything's possible. Yeah, I mean, or California. I mean, we don't have to. We don't have to just go to well, one. I, I just specific picked a state, state. At random. I mean, there's 49 other ones. I just grew out of a hat i mean i don't know why if you're counting minnesota there's 48 other states well, 48 outside of 49 outside of indiana was my point mm. uh also i've heard some really good things from north central our buddy chad's uh telling us that his girls are running pretty well right now so sure i mean they're a lot yeah well that, they're already a lot i'm telling you they don't have to impress us chad yeah they deserve that uh moniker of lock click yeah, even I mean they're they're so locked in. Even Scott Litzkin is like, yeah, here we go. Well, go Scott. Do uh, you got anything anything else in that that slew of contenders? I, I would say look out for Brownsburg. I like them um, to to be one of those contenders to get out. Um, I think they're probably going to be ahead of Burbuff, um, which who could be the fifth school uh, out of that regional, but. Um, you know, we'll look at see maybe what what let sorry what uh, Avon or West Lafayette could bring, but I I would put uh, Brownsburg probably in that fourth spot to advance. Maybe maybe this is 
maybe this is Snapchat material. Um, do kids even do Snapchat anymore? I feel like it's probably even more beyond that. It's threads. Uh, threads? Be real. I don't know. That's the new. Uh, no, Be Real was last year. That's That doesn't have staying power. All right. I don't know. What is? What, what, we are two guys in our 30s talking about social media. What the hell do we know? What's the, well, you know what threads is. What is threads? It's uh, what's his name? Zuckerberg. It's his version of Twitter. Kids are getting on Mark Zuckerberg's Twitter alternative, yeah, yeah, because it's like you're automatically enrolled essentially if you're a part of the other. Facebook has all of your data, so they just automatically put you in something. By the way, Elon Musk and Mark Zuckerberg are going to fight each other in a cage match at some point here soon, so um. What if you and I do a little live commentary on that? Do you I, remember the show? I, we're we're way off on a tangent. Do you remember the show that was on MTV back in the day? Maybe celebrity Deathmatch? Yes, Celebrity Deathmatch. It was so fun. Claymation. These people would kill each other and you would see these celebrities just- Yeah, this is going to be a real life Celebrity Deathmatch. And, and it's, it's going to be a cage match. I got to tell you, yeah. I don't, I don't want to make this political. I, I'm rooting for the cage. Yeah, I am Those too. two guys. Like- they could both lose uh, their life. That might be best. For we're them. all, we're all losing. We're all, can, just imagine going back. Imagine, we got a little time. Getting in the DeLorean and going back to the 50s or 60s. And I hate to glorify the 50s or 60s because it probably wasn't all that great. It's probably better to live in the 2020s than it was. The, you know, it probably wasn't that bad for me and you. Well, you know what? Yeah, it was probably it, it, not as good as now, right? Hey, man, because I as saw, soon as I this is that. over, I can go and watch any TV show ever in existence by turning my TV on and explaining to them that like these tycoons of business, the richest men in the world are going to fight each other on TV, on paper. Like, what are we doing? What are we doing? You know what? Let's give some credit. Let's give some Credit to the kids. There's the one thing I was going to say about the Brownsburg. Are we watching the fight at your house or my house? Your house. All right, obviously. Yeah. I'll bike down and just pump up my bike tires after a full year. Um, I think uh, this is what started it with the Snapchat thing. This is, this is threads material if you're getting on threads. Um, I, the fourth and the fifth teams likely i mean unless one team gets inundated with you know like four freshmen or whatever the fourth and the fifth place team to get out of this brownsburg regional on the girls side are going to be surprisingly not as strong as as we might have just kind of thought yeah well it'll, be, also it'll be stronger there's two there's two central indiana regionals there's brownsburg and there's shelbyville Shelbyville is going to be much stronger, boys and girls, but especially on the girls' side. I think I, at either regional, the fourth and fifth teams uh, are, are happy to be there, right? They, these are teams that would not have made it under the previous alignment. That, yeah, that's a good point. That's a good the point. possible exception of West Lafayette because they were moved from a different area of the state down, and they may right. have made it as the fifth or sixth team. Let's go sixth team with the semi-state version. That may have happened, but if, you, if you're if you fourth or fifth at the Brownsburg uh, Regional or Shelbyville, it doesn't matter, boys or girls, you probably weren't making it. You're right. Yeah, that's a good point. And it's not like the... Paul Nidig a Christmas card. 
Right. It's not like the supposed frequent flyers are looking at this that used to always make it and are like, oh, no, we're not going to make it anymore. Yeah, that's a good point. Okay, here we go. Shelbyville Boys Regional. Locks. Noblesville. Fishers. Very likely. Franklin Central. That's three. Contenders. So there's two more spots here. Contenders. Center Grove. Hamilton Southeastern. And then, how about your boy? Greenfield Central, Lloyd Christmas, Mount Vernon, Perry Meridian, Westfield, Indian Creek, and couldn't leave him off, Garen, because we're out here. We're on these streets. Garen Goons, there you go. Um, <clears throat> man, I this must be the theme of tonight's episode. I don't know if, if you and I are a little cranky after a first day of, of school with students, but I we we normally keep it pretty pretty positive and exciting here, but we got some more Snapchat material. I don't know about Center Grove. We were so high on them going into last year, and uh, you know they just really weren't the Center Grove team that we thought they were going to be. I'm really interested to see what Center Grove team we get this year. Are they going to be uh, addition by subtraction, or is this going to be uh, a continuation of uh, what? has been uh, maybe uh, some underperformance uh, from the previous season. Let me hop in on this one because on occasion you and I differ on something. And I think that's overall good for the podcast and good for the coverage. And like you said, we say this in a respectful way that like, Oh, I think this might happen or, but that's, we're not putting down the kids or the coaches or whatever, but we are trying to kind of cover the sport. I'm a little more bullish on center Grove. Okay. Tell me why. I think those, I think the top two, they've got Montgomery and they've got Rockwell. And I think those top two could both be like all state level. And I, if you got two at the all state level, the other ones aren't going to be at a school that size at a school that, obviously has started to take it more seriously than they might have in say 2015 that there's going to be enough kids in there that were at least at practice and care about the results that I, I went back and forth all the between likely and contender. And I settled on contender. This, this is the, this is the most we called, uh, charitably called new haven the the least treacherous path this is the most treacherous path i mean this has got like some quicksand you heard the john mulaney stand up where he talks about how when he was a kid he thought quicksand would be a much bigger problem than it actually was in his real life it's got quicksand there's a moat there's like some crocodiles in there like we don't know you know how i mean you you are making my argument for me then keep going this is all the reason why I'm skeptical. But but as I'm going down through the list, Center Grove, HSC, and Greenfield, they've only got to be one of those two other teams. And then the Lloyd Christmas division is the Lloyd Christmas division. Yeah. Mount Vernon, Perry. I love Perry. They've gotten a lot better over the last couple of years. Westfield. Westfield's all freshman boys. Like they've got a few, I mean, they're not all freshman boys. This is cool. Like 3,300 kids, but like, I don't know that Westfield is ready for them yet. Indian Creek is a great story. I think they're a year away. 
uh, from being a contender and Garen, like, you know, swimmy, swami, slappy, so Samson, I, I mean, they're, they're way off. They're way off. So, all right. Well, we'll see what happens. This, this could be our thing, right? This could Nobody be our thing. Nobody is cheering against another no, no, school. No, we're not. We're, we're not. Our no one's cheering. Against, we're not cheering against a school. We're just bringing to light, hey, here are some things to consider. I'm worried about what might be. That's all. And you're okay. So here's here's an, here's another one. You're you're higher. You're more bullish on the Brownsburg girls than I am. Yeah. Doesn't mean I like hate Brownsburg or whatever. Like I don't even know any of these kids on the team. I don't know the coach. I don't. But we're just kind of looking at these things in a slightly different way, right. um, which which I think is is fine for the podcast and for covering the sport. Sure. Okay, 10 minutes to go. Wow, we've really timed this out well. This is what I kept saying to my kids, my students today in yeah. my classes. Wow, I've really done a great job of timing this out. The kids are like, yeah. all right, dude, can you just... This Kahoot is just going so well today. <laughs> I do that. I do that every class. And eventually they just start to believe it. Shelbyville girls, locks. Noblesville, Hamilton Southeastern, Franklin Central, likely Westfield. That's four. Yep. Contenders, Garen, because we're out here, Taylor. We're on these streets. It's been a lot of time in the Monon. We see them quite frequently. Yes. Franklin Cathedral, Center Grove, East Central, Lloyd Christmas, Batesville, Southport, Fishers, Pendleton Heights. What are you thinking? Um, I am liking Westfield and, uh, you know, likely. Yeah. I think that's very legitimate. I spent multiple minutes debating between highly likely and likely. And then I was like, you know what? I'm cool with their coach. He would rather I put likely than highly likely. I think they could go into a highly likely category. I think, I think they're going to be really good. I've, I've heard some good things. I've heard some good things. So I, I would keep a close eye. Uh, maybe your other eye that you're not using from earlier. Keep one eye on Westfield. No, you were using your other eye. Both of mine are free. So you want me to put one of my eyes on Westfield and you keep one of your eyes on whatever that other thing that we're would be talking helpful about? Because I, yeah, I and then would. we'll use, yeah, we'll use our other eyes for. We're making, you. this is an audio medium, but Colin and I are making gestures <laughs> to understand each other here via uh, Zoom. So we, yeah. Um, let's keep one eye there and the other eye there. That boy sounds good. Um, Franklin Community uh, School there on the south side. Again, this will be a school that has a, a big benefit from the realignment here. Um, this should be exciting for the girls um, to have a great shot at making it to the state meet. Um, like you said, they have to beat out a few of these other contenders, but I, I kind of like to see what Franklin Community could do. Again, benefiting from a change from the IHSAA. I feel pretty good that it's going to be Noblesville, Southeastern, Franklin Central, Westfield, and Garrett. I feel pretty good about that. If it's not, and you're involved with one of the other programs that makes it out of that, come find me at the state meet after the boys race, if Carmel boys win, and be like, hey. Give me a $20 bill with an apology on it. Absolutely not. Hey, just want to let you know, listen to the podcast and and your regional roundup before the season started. 
you said these five teams were going to make it. And I'm just letting you know that we're here and we qualified as a team. And I'll be like, wow, thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Please subscribe. Under, under yeah. those under those very specific guidelines. Can't it's the first day of school for us. I I'll cannot you, stress, I cannot stress how narrow on it. those guidelines are. Yeah, I'll give you 20 bucks. After the boys race, Carmel boys have won. And you come up to me and say, I'm a Gators fan and I'm calling. Okay. Uh, all right. Ready? Ready for the land down under? That's it. Let's go. Do, 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 Dirty do. South. Modern day boys. This doesn't exactly line up with the numbers. But oh. that's what I put. And that's what we're going with. This, this lines up with my numbers here, Colin. This Locks. team right here. This is my team. Locks. Bloomington North and Columbus North. Very likely. Floyd Central, Bloomington South. That's four. That would leave one spot. Contenders, Wrights, Castle, Edgewood, Lloyd Christmas, Tell City, Jasper, Gibson Southern. Six minutes to go. Let's not spend too much time on Cougars. Oh, my God. I think I say to you every weekend. Well, you know, it's hard to not spend time on Cougars when you love them so much and they do so much for you. So, um, you know, if I can't if I can't talk about my love for Cougars, then maybe I'll talk about Edgewood. Right. Uh, Edgewood, 46.2% chance. Um, they're the, the, before next the transfer before the transfer. So we transfer now. So one of Edgewood's best boys transferred out to Bloomington. North. Okay. Well, can I go back to the Cougar conversation then? Because that is another reason to talk about my Cougars. You can't, I want to, I want to tell you, I want to tell you, we talk about ivory tower situations a lot. And I am a big, we went over this on the, I think it might have been 26 through 50 on this team that I was like, this is a program. This is a team with a lot of potential. And that is, it's not an ivory tower, but it is castle. Yeah. An ivory and castle. Edgewood, Tell us why you Edgewood like castle is, so much. Remind us, hit it. I just, they've got enough guys back. They've got a good program. They've had some really kind of top level runners in the last couple of years. And they've graduated out. This is a, a very affluent area, and I just – they haven't made it very often, but I just, I just like their chances, and this thing start to open up. Now, having said that, Wrights has two all-state-level boys. So, yeah. How much does then, that help in the regional as compared to the state being, right? I mean, what are the, what are the gaps? The, re the regionals, though – when we think of regional, it's going to be like this for another year or two. We think of the old, old style regional, which was 10 teams. And in that case, the front runner, I don't know how much that helps you out when there's only 10 teams and 70 team scores versus the, the basically the semi-state or what's the new regional where there are 25 teams. Yeah. And there's a lot in there. Now, I guess if your five is too far back, that that that's gonna hurt. But well, isn't there greater parity in that regional? Wouldn't you say there's a, a bigger gap between the best schools and the other schools in there? I feel like in the Brown County semi-state for years, it's felt like even more so than the other ones, like man, that's the same, it's the usual suspect, man. Yeah. And it, again, that comes down to the size and things like that, just the right, way this right, because there's not that many big schools. Right. Once you get south of 70. So 
or that far south of 70, I guess. Uh, okay, three minutes. Ready? Modern, modern day girls. Locks. Bloomington South and Floyd Central. Very likely Columbus North. I don't care. Get at me. Very likely. Uh, likely Corden Central. It's my team. Contenders. So there's one spot now. Edgewood, Bloomington North. One yeah. spot for those two teams. And then Lloyd Christmas, Jasper, Princeton, Seymour, South Knox. You got anything in there? So Edgewood is down to just one Crane sister after all of these years, I believe. Yeah, I mean, there's not an inexhaustible amount of Crane sisters. They've gotten, they've had a lot of them over the years. I don't know what Mr. and Mrs. Crane are up to, but like, let's maybe. Yeah, it's, a, not, it's not Philip Rivers over here. Oh, God, isn't he on kid number 19 or something ridiculous? Yeah, well, 10, but yeah. Oh, that's, it's rounds up. It's the same. He has his own kindergarten class. That should not happen. Um, anyway, uh, so down, down to one crane sister that she's still very good. So they got a, a legitimate front runner there. Um, but I and mean, an established tradition, they've made the state meet a lot. Yeah. Not a lot. I mean, a good amount considering high school is a four year experience over the last four years. This other team's pretty established too, Colin, the Cougars, Bloomington. They typically make the state meet in cross country. They had a lot of track success. We'll see how that translates. A couple of the girls who might've been a little bit better um, who had really good seasons in that four by eight in the open eight, see how they run in the 5,000, but you got to run hard for, you know, two minutes and 20 seconds for a lot of them. Uh, you got to train them to run hard for 19 minutes uh, or hopefully less in their case. So, and they've got uh, a coach that can figure that part out. Sure, of course. Cool. All right. Well, those are the regionals. We are down to our last minute. We are going to maybe not right now because it was our first day of school. So your boy's got to be up early in the morning and back at it tomorrow. Um, but we are going to move on to our Patreon and talk about some of the uh, types and loosens if we have any, probably not a lot, and do some coaching corner, things like that. And you can hear what we have to say. Go to patreon.com, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Indiana runner and uh, hear all of our thoughts and hear all of Josh Puccinelli's interviews, which are uh, rated highly by everybody that I've talked to about it. Josh does a great job. I was fortunate enough to be a part of one of those interviews here recently. Good you are, and you got your whole two and a half hours on there. So 45 minutes are on uh, Apple or Spotify, but the rest of it's on the Patreon. Hey, thanks for coming on. And you know what, Taylor? Go hounds. Go hounds. I love my little dudes. They my little guys. I love them.